Hello, I'm Elizabeth, an obsessive backyard gardener who might be able to offer you a couple of tips. And I'm Keith, a landscape consultant, and I'm also passionate about gardening. The one thing we both have in common is muddy muddy boots. boots. Gardening, our favourite word, while being an incredibly rewarding activity, can also be hard work at times. So I always have my eyes and ears open for ways to optimise conditions and make my job easier, as I'm sure you do too, Keith. Absolutely. (laughs) Now, there are loads and loads of silly and quite useless garden hacks out there, which I promise we are not going to cover in our podcast today. This episode is going to be devoted to sensible suggestions only for ways to make the garden flourish with a little less effort. Keith, I'm going to throw to you to do the first one. Okay, well, I've got one that, that goes on and on and on and on and on a oh, bit here. Oh. <laughs> you know, that, that one litre plastic bottle it either has soda water or it has Coke or whatever Lemonade, else in it. yes. Yeah, you normally just scrunch those up and chuck them in the bin. The recycle bin. Yeah, yes. recycle them. Well, yes. you can actually create, a, 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 you know, turn them into a mini greenhouse by simply cutting off the bottom, all right, mm-hmm. and then placing it over a newly planted seed. Fantastic. Or a seedling, yes. and it will then create a microenvironment, which will uh, help the seeds germinate and the seedlings to grow. So it's like a mini, mini, a little mini yeah. greenhouse. So you just take the take the lid off, you cut the bottom off, yep. pl- place it over the over the, the you know the seedling or the seed in the soil, yep. and then you just fill it up from the top. This, fill it, what are you sorry? Fill you, it up you, from well, the top. Well, you just you can actually water from where the oh, where the, 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 the lid used to be. Off. Yeah. Oh yes, of course. Yeah. I'm thinking of it the other way around. Of course, yeah. yes, yes. And what that does is is it gives an an, an assured wetted area around the root zone, Sweet. but it also keeps away pests like sna- snails and slugs and that stinking rotten white cabbage butterfly. <laughs> of course. And, and then another another. Another trip for or another little tip with that bottle. So we we've got the whole bottle. Yeah. We we get a drill and we drill a hole in the bottom, right. and then we go around and drill a few um, holes around the side. Yeah. And then where you, where you've put a new new specimen into your garden, you've yep. dug the hole and you put it in. Well, yep. right next to that, you dig another hole and you push that bottle down into it, yep. and then fill it up with water, and then that will become a slow release. Um, irrigation, irrigation system. system for the for the plants. Fabulous. And and I, look, I've seen down the road from here, not far down the road. I've, mm. I could, I can see some plants on a nature strip where they've they've put a plastic pipe down beside each one of these plants. Yes, I've seen and, that. And have you seen that? What colour are those plants? Dead colour. They're a dead colour. <laughs> what did so, they do wrong? Uh, well, what obviously they've, they've, they've never filled it up oh, more than once. They've, they've made the big effort to plant the plants and put the pipes and put the in pipe and then they forgot to actually put any water yeah. in. Oh. Absolutely useless. All right, so what do you got? Okay, well, the first one I've got is... Uh, these are found all over the place. So applying compost in autumn. For an Great easy idea. way to mix compost without digging, apply a layer over the garden in late autumn when all of our plants are going into dormancy so that you, know, you can probably see a bit easier, yep. a bit more easily under the plants. Cover with, so cover with mulch and by spring the winter rain and soil organisms will have worked in the compost. Absolutely. That's pretty good, isn't it? Because yep. that subtracts a lot of work. It's, it'll draw that compost down to where the, the, the plants, when they come to life... Exactly. Bang, it's there for them. That's right. And so I need to follow on from that, really, because I've just mentioned the word mulch. And mulch, as we know, is a garden saver in so many ways. We talk about this all the time, but we'll repeat it again. Mulch reduces evaporation in the soil 
and thus water wastage as well. Helps control weeds, helps protect against hot sun, protects against erosion and plant injury, and can, can, can depending on what it is, what type of mulch it is, contribute to soil fertility. Absolutely. So if, you, can, if you keep applying mulch, depending on which sort of mulch it is, a couple of times a year or maybe only once, mm-hmm. depending what it is, as I say, that makes life a lot easier and your garden is so much happier. Absolutely. That's off. Back to you. All right. We've still got the, another one of these plastic bottles. Because I, bottle. I, drink, I drink soda water, so I'll have a, a bottle of soda water a, a day. Wow. So I've got lots of these, these plastic bottles. But there is a, a particular um, attachment that you can put on top of, of, of those bottles. It's called a bottle top waterer. Yes, which I, you've given me one. I've and given you great. some of those, yeah. And, and they're, they're great for when you are trying to establish seeds in a seed-raising mix or in, in seed cells because it allows this very, very soft, fine water yes, flow, coming out, flow, coming, flow. to come out, yeah. and it, it will wet that cell without washing the seed to the surface yes so it's a fabulous thing so if you if you don't know what they are google them bottle top waterers you'll see them they come in generally come in packs of four and they're just absolutely fantastic and they're not hard to find yeah that's right they're not hard to find okay we've got we're going to me or we move you can you can have another (laughs) crack now because I'm going back to the mulch again, one thing I need to say is that there is a way of getting mulch up close to flowers and bushes. And that is by instead of getting your wheelbarrow and, and tipping the mulch onto the garden bed, you can actually grab a little bucket or a, you know, an old pot mm-hmm. and spread it that way, getting it right into the, the, into the not too close to the, to the base of the flower, cause you know, or the plant I should say, but close enough. So that's just a tiny little tip about mulching. Great. Back to you. Great. Well, I'm still with the bottle. Okay, back to that bottle. So if we, if we can... Um get the the bottle with the lid and you drill a hole in the lid yes and then fill it up with water yes you can actually invert that lid and the bottle into the ground and it becomes a very slow releasing ah, another irrigation, irrigation system, system. yeah oh so that's great goodness, and that's a great way if, if you've got pots and you're yep. going to go away for a few oh, days of course there you go you've got you you've got a, a great cheap watering system very happening slow. there yeah perfect um and with um with with imagination, yes. plastic pots, Where you can start? create vertical walls if you wanted to. Ah. You can actually tie them and have them all hanging down with string, cut into the sides, put in potting mix, drill a hole in the bottom, put your plant in, and each one will drip down, drip, drip, drip down through the other ones. So you, you, or you can or you can lie them on their side, cut a, a section out, fill it up with fill it up with potting mix, and plant into that, and put it on the wall. Once again, string it all the way up to the top. So there's lots of things we, we can do. We should have done a podcast pl- on the plastic bottle oh, only. Oh, the plastic bottle is the greatest oh, thing since goodness, sliced bread. you're not bread. sending it off to well, <laughs> landfill, which you wouldn't want to do anyway. Okay, I'm moving on. Can all I right. have a turn? You can please, have a crack. Please, please, please. Raised beds. I know that's a big one, but raised beds are, have so many benefits. And we're actually going to talk about ra- – we're going to, have, we can we're do, going a to podcast, do a podcast on we? raised garden beds. But I just thought I'd throw this in because mm-hmm. they are – of many, they are of benefit in. <coughs> excuse my throat. In many ways, they have. You, you know what your what's what your soil's like because you're controlling the soil, putting it in. Mm-hmm. You know yourself. Um, it's easier on the back and the knees as we get older. Absolutely, it's easier to con- control weeds, and it is great for renters. So you can pick it up and take it to your next place. So mm-hmm. I think they're fantastic. So, but we will go into that uh, in more detail. Oh, I think we will. Yes, your turn. My turn. All right, yeah. we still got the plastic bottle. Oh, the bottle. <laughs> All right. I'm going to cut the bottom off, and I'm going to make it around about more 50 mil deep from mm-hmm. the bottom, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to fill that with beer, 
Gosh. And I'm going to put it into the into the ground around my veggies, yeah. and that is going to attract the snails and the slugs. slugs. They'll all get in there and get really, really happy and get so drunk that they won't be able to get out. And I've just made a most effective slug and snail trap. Repellent. Yeah. Fantastic. Like that. So one. you know, before you recycle these useful garden things, have a think about what you can do with yeah. them. There's lots and lots yes. of things you can do with it. Okay, my turn. Yeah, go on. Now you've got a lot of lovely fruit trees. Yes. Oh, it's going to be, I'm going to be giving this to you. Um, how I know I'm going to tell you how you get to the fruit at the top of those trees. Do you have fruit a fruit picker basket? I do. Okay, so we might tell the listeners who may be climbing trees instead of yep. when they shouldn't be and hurting themselves. Um, so if your fruit trees are taller than you are, and you don't relish the idea of standing. Oh, my throat! <laughs> Excuse me, you're standing on a ladder or climbing the tree, which you shouldn't do. Your best option is a fruit picker basket. This is a vinyl-coated wire basket with clawed prongs along one edge and a foam cushion at the bottom. Is that what yours is like? That's what mine is. Yep. The baskets are cheap and they come with a clamp to attach to a pole. And I've got got a very, very long pole. I've got to get right up high where the the white sapotes are up high in the the tree. Yes, and so that works really well. Uh, Absolutely brilliant. You just hook hook it up. You hook the little fingers around around the, the fruit. And just gently pull it down. And it the pops fruit into the drop into, onto the foam so they're not damaged in any way. Yep. You pull it down and away you go. Fabulous. That's a great little tool. Are we going back to the pot, the bottle again? No, I've had oh. enough of the bottle. <laughs> what do we mean? Have you got well, something else? Yeah, I have. And it's also plastic. Oh, you know, good. another one of these things that you just normally just chuck Throw in the away. bin. Yep. You go, you go to a, um, a salad bar or something, yep. and you've got those salad boxes. All right, so they've got a lid. Yeah. And you open up the lid and you take yes, your salad eat and yes. eat out of that. Well, give that a clean after we, after you finish with it and you can fill it up with potting mix mm-hmm. and then you can use that to grow um, all your seedlings in mm-hmm. if you put a couple of holes in the bottom. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got the lid that comes down over it to, once again, create a mini oh, hothouse. Fantastic. So that's a, another great big, you know, fantastic, fantastic use. <laughs> now, how do you remove your plants from their pots? Oh well, I make sure if they're if they're um, I I generally use um, plastic pots. Mm. Um, well, generally come when they when you buy them, yeah. they come in plastic. Okay, pots. so I make sure that that they're given a good drink before I pull them out. So I I would put each pot into a bucket full of of um, not full of but with diluted sea salt. Mm. Put it into a bucket uh, just until the bubbles have all gone. Pull it out. And then I would gently go around and just gently squeeze those mm. that those that pot from mm. the top to the bottom, mm-hmm. and then I invert it over. Put my hand through underneath. the middle underneath it with the, the the trunk or the whatever the you know the main part of the yep. leader going through, yep. and then just pull the pot off. Okay, and that's it. Yeah, that's, that's I don't I, well that's a good idea. And you're also giving a little bit of tonic at the same time, which is good. exactly a bit of uh, so it can handle the uh, yeah the stress of being pulled out of that or not being pulled but being popped out of that pot. Another um, suggestion, if it's pot bound, which sometimes plants can be, is to uh, is to just use a sharp knife to cut down two or more sides of each pot mm-hmm. very carefully, not cutting the roots. Obviously, not digging, going straight in. No, that's. I would I would be cutting the roots in that instance. Oh, okay. So I suppose yeah. Well, I suppose you would want to because cut some want, of the roots because you, you want to get rid of some of those. You want the roots to start to change direction yes, because that's they've true. gone round and round and round and round. Okay. Well, then yeah. cut the roots. So you cut the roots, and then and it should pop out. Easy. You can be actually taking the pot away from the plant, not the plant out of the pot that yeah. way. So that's a good one. I'm going to give you another one because right. I love this one: fluorescent flagging tape. 
fluorescent tape. <laughs> this should be the best friend of anyone who works in the garden. This comes in a variety of neon colours and should be tied around every tool. It's easily distinguishable on the ground amongst the leaf litter or mulch or branches or anything else. And this is one that I need because I have actually got a bit of tape around one thing, but my home eye in particular doesn't have any tape and it's and, it, and it's fantastic but it's black and brown yes and (laughs) i often leave it in the garden waste bin or the compost and and stress for about an hour or two trying to find it and eventually find it so we've got to get fluorescent tape the one thing that doesn't need that is our um uh Secateurs. Secateurs, because are they are... Orange. Bright orange. Well, everyone should be doing that. We yep. should get on to FD Ryan and ask them if they can start colouring their, um, their, wood. their handles, please. <laughs> so I love that one. Your turn. All right. This one, this one is um, using something that um, I mentioned to my, my middle boy last night. Mm. Um, they've just been away for a little while, so I've been up going up there doing a bit of watering. Mm. And... Uh, They've just had new decking put around their new pool, yes. and um, they've, they've bought a couple of beautiful big pots. Yes, and I've bought them a couple of beautiful magnolias, oh, um, St Mary's they're called. So if you want to have a look at a magnificent magnolia, um, it's it is magnolia. St. Mary, it is just a stunning, stunning plant. That is the botanical name? Yeah, it is a botanical name, yeah. Fabulous. Yeah, it's, it's, Fabulous. it's a yeah, beautiful plant from America. Oh, wow. So... He's got going to have these these pots on little feet so that the air can get through oh, and so yes. the moisture can come out. Yes. But he's just spent a fortune on the decking mm. and then a fortune on and time on sealing the decking. Staining the decking. So yep. you don't want you know the decking to be ruined by water coming out of a pot. Mm. So what I've suggested is that he go and collect all the old sponges in the house. Right. Okay, and put the sponges down the bottom of the pot. Okay, and then put some sky over the top of that. Yeah, and then fill it up with a good potting mix, and then put the plants in. Okay, so the sponges will stop a lot of water going out very, very It'll quickly. Absorb the water, yeah. They will. They will absorb the moisture, so they're they're, they're retaining the moisture in within that the potting, you know, the potting medium as well. Mm. So we've got. Only clean water actually getting past those sponges to get out, so it's not going to affect ah, his deck. Ah, good idea. So there was a, there was a good little idea. That's I a thought. very good idea. That's just reminded me of another thing um, with any indoor plants or outdoor as well. I have a lot of Chinese money plants here. Mm-hmm. What's the botanical name of those, Keith? Um, you can tell me. Go on. What is it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, Pilia, Pilia, Peperomioides. Oh my goodness! I just remembered. Well done. Thank you. Anyway. <laughs> And so I, I, and obviously we don't want them sit, to be sitting in water. So no. I have, and I've probably said this before, but they sit on a saucer and I have the saucer covered in pebbles and obviously it's, the pot is then sitting on the pebbles so the water can drain into the saucer and sit and there. And, and, and evaporate. Yeah, and evaporate. So, mm. so that's good and it's obviously... You know, and it looks lovely too. It does look just lovely. Just looking, just looking And the roots that. aren't sitting in, in water. Yeah. Your turn. All right. All the way around my uh, side of the uh, property, my neighbour's got bamboo. Yeah. Um, yeah. And luckily, it's the clumping version. Yes. But um, a lot of it tends to hang over my fence, so I just go along and just prune it off. Yes. And and I can use cut those big lumps of bamboo up into small pieces and stick them either into a frame or with just twine them up Mm. and then hang them out in the garden. And I've created insect hotels. 
for all wow. the predatory insects that might want to come and colonise the garden oh. and, and do the pollination and do the predatory bit, bit killing the things. So bamboo, you get, you'll, you'll sometimes see bamboo with plants now as their stakes. Oh. So by cutting them up into small pieces yes. and then putting them into a little frame or tying them all together in a round... Hanging them up somewhere, you've got yourself a, a, a an insect hotel. I'm trying to picture a frame. I'm thinking of a picture frame. What do you mean a frame? Yeah, a little, just a, a just like a little a little box frame that okay. they can just sit in. Okay, I'd love but, to see that. You're gonna to have to put a photo up on your website oh, we'll on your on that. your Instagram. I that's that comes to the making a bee house, and it's very easy to make a bee house. Yeah. with that sort of bamboo, and it's terrific, and just with bricks, yep. bricks and bamboo. Yep. So that's a really that's a really easy thing to do. But that's not. I mean, people aren't going to do that if they haven't got the time. But it's a really good idea for oh, the bees and the bugs. Great for the Kids and the to spiders, do. Exactly, exactly. And you can actually, you can actually get um, uh, glue pens now, where you, you know, you hot hot glue, and you mm. just glue them and stick them all together ah, with a hot glue. That's a good idea. And too. then you know, tie them up and hang them. Okay, fantastic. You'll go. Okay. What do you got? I've got seed spaces. Ooh. Corks can be used as seed spaces in several ways. So you don't want to throw your corks away. You can use them. For example, try spearing a cork on the tips of your uh, your fork, your pitchfork, yep. the prongs. Yep. Pitch, pitchforks usually have about four prongs, so depending on how close you want your, to space your seeds, you can either use two or four corks. Then stab the pitchfork into the dirt at even intervals to determine where to plant your seeds. That's a good idea. Another method is to screw corks to a board at evenly spaced intervals, then pressing the board into the soil to create holes for your seeds. Brilliant. And one more. For a larger hole, more suitable for transplanting seedlings, a muffin tin pressed firmly into the dirt will also create cups in the soil. Brilliant. Thank you. That's brilliant. That's me. I'm about done, nearly. All right. Because <laughs> we could go on. Well, forever. what about the old cardboard toilet rolls? You yeah. know, the tubes. Yeah, what about Well, them? you can make those. In, they yeah. make a great planter. Yes. All right, so standing them upright in a tray, fill them with, with a potting medium, yep, yep. and you can put seeds or, or cuttings in those. Absolutely. Um, which will enable the you know the, the growing to you know be nice and straight and all the rest of it, yeah. and then they can be put straight into, into the, the garden. Ground, that's right. You don't and have to pull them the, out. No, they're no. So you're not damaging the roots once they go into the ground. So that's yeah. another great use. And this one, old plastic pots turned oh. upside down on stakes. Oh, oh yes, all right? yes. Great, great to protect your eye because <laughs> yes. lots oh, of people gosh. lost lost their sight Ouch. bending over a stake. Yep. So a pot on top of that little little small pot is great, but it also it's also incredibly good, um, and I use it at home. And I, we can get a picture a picture of that to show everyone. Yeah. Um, I've got them on, on my stakes over the tomatoes of where I draw a net over the top of those. Yes. It, the, the 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 plastic pop allows the net to draw over nice and easy. Yes. Um, and, and doesn't damage it in any way when you're pulling it off. And I see people actually using their terra, small terracotta. I think they like the look of the terracotta. Terracotta, yes, that's a very, very swish look. It isn't is a bit it? swish, but I see very it quite a swish. bit. Yes. All right. I've been waiting for you to talk about your newspaper pots, and you haven't yet talked about them. I haven't talked. I haven't really spoken about it because it's a it's a very visual thing. All right. You know, okay, it's, so we it's, can't really describe it. It's, we'll have to it's, do it. It's a difficult one to describe. Um, All right. But but that's another fantastic product to use. Yeah, I think newspaper. I think we've got a we've got a. A, a, we did do a video. video. We did do a video. Maybe so we should redo it. Do it again, or put it up yeah. on a muddy boots. We'll put it up on muddy boots. That's a great Instagram. Idea. That's what we'll do. All right. Okay. I think we could go on and on and on, but we we won't now. The listeners, you people out there, please, you may have some fabulous gardening hacks that we haven't mentioned. We would love to know what they are and to share them with others. So please. 
Add them to the comments on this week's Gardening Hacks post on our Instagram page. If you don't know what that is, it is at Muddy Boots Podcast. Otherwise, we hope you've picked up some helpful tips from today's episode. I definitely have, and I bet you have too, I actually, have too. Keith. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Muddy Boots. For more information on today's podcast, please go to muddyboots.net.au and happy gardening.